Jenna, and I'm the useless one in the group. <laughs> no, I am. No, I am. <laughs> Welcome to episode 13, the Zeppo. What is the Zeppo? Is the Zeppo uh, a kind of like blimp or aircraft carrier that didn't work? Oh, <laughs> is that it? This is like a Zeppelin? What is a Zeppo? This will be the strongest intro our podcast has ever had. I just, the the episode asked the question, you're the Zeppo. You know, Cordy was saying that to Xander and he was like, what is it? And then it never answered it. So I'm just curious, what is the Zeppo? Urban Dictionary says... One person in a group or gang that is either used, ignored, and or stepped on quite frequently came into common use with the Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3 episode, The Zeppo. Oh, shit. In which it was highlighted that a particular member of a gang was simply the uncool one. Okay, so I have a hypothesis. I don't know if this is true, but maybe it's an old-timey term that somehow... Joss Whedon thought was funny or something. Maybe it's some old slang. And then obviously this made it popular. Interesting. I think you might be right. Another source says they are a United States comedian, one of four brothers who made motion pictures together, 1901 to 1979. So maybe. Oh, okay. So it's like a old timey Three Stooges yeah. Zeppo thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. So <laughs> For that <we've>, research. <laughs> so we fought over who's the Zeppo. We did that. That's done. <laughs> it's neither of us. It's you, <laughs> the listener. <gasps> it's you. <laughs> uh, what's the sitch, Marmar? Tell me what's happening. All right. This is such a funny episode. <laughs> I would love to take us through on our side quest with Xander, <laughs> the clown. <laughs> so the off the top, it's um, serious demonology with yeah. uh, Giles, Faith, Buffy, Willow's doing a witchy shit. There's some serious like fog. It's like dark and scary and... You know. We're in some kind of crypt. Yes, and they're fighting this um this she she demon lady. The sisterhood of J. Yes, J Shay whatever. J <laughs> like Zhuzh. Zhuzh. J. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That uh, that Z H J G sound. Mm-hmm. I love that it's a sisterhood of of demons. Uh, loving they, this lady demon. They worship Armageddon. Mm-hmm. So um, they're fighting this one. They're all doing their part. And then Xander is like goofing around like normal. He's falling into, I don't know, Pile a thing. Of garbage. Yeah, sure. Sounds like he got chucked in there. Uh-huh. Um, While he was then... trying to do something. Yeah. And then he just sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
comic relief as per usual. Yeah. So that's sort of the setup to the episode. Um, the darkness versus the clown, as you <laughs> call him. Yeah, he's the clown. He's <laughs> a little clown. Yeah. But he tangles with some pretty serious darkness. Definitely. Uh, and this is, I don't know, the whole premise of the episode is amazing because we often talk about, like, wh- why is Xander around? What's the <laughs> point of him? But you have said he he's the heart. Like, you need him. He is the comic relief in a lot of ways, yes. uh, obviously. But but he, he has a purpose beyond just comic relief. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this episode is about. Mm-hmm. So after that kind of cold open, clown open, uh, we have Xander trying to play football in the quad. He's really putting himself out there. I know. It's because I I think it's because he sees Cordy and he wants to look cool in front yeah. of Cordy. He felt a bit useless in this opening little demonology, and so mm-hmm. now he's sort of like, I want my purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's like, go along, give it to me, Doug. <laughs> uh, and uh, he crashes the football into um, Goatee Man, <laughs> Jack O'Toole. Yes. Woof, what a goatee. <laughs> yes. But the rest of him is hot. <laughs> oh my god ew yeah I I disagree <laughs> I wasn't really looking at his bod he's hot I mean different strokes for different folks sure sure but he's he's hot he's mean yeah and uh, he's mean cool which is a kind of cool yeah it's definitely the lesser of the cools mm-hmm. but he's a kind of cool um I just hate his goatee so much. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> I like, I like. You like a goatee. Well, I like this goatee. Sure. I don't think, generally speaking, you could say that I'm a fan of the that facial hair haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but on this uh, undead guy, yeah, it's good. He does something for you. Okay, okay. Yeah. We're going to have to throw this up in the pool. <laughs> To do some market research. We are. <laughs> for Jack O'Toole. So he is... A tool. Super mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, not just mean, but, like, so psychopathic, they say later. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Like, Yeah, something tells me Jack O'Toole was mean in life mm-hmm. and in death. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's sort of beyond just normal... Yeah. Bully. He is he is unhinged, if you will. Yes. He's scary. Uh, and then so he he's like, I'm gonna kill you later, Xander bye. Um and then Cordy sees this interaction and is like, like, you are such a loser. Cordy just really goes in, oh, like she knows how to do. Yeah. And she calls him a useless loser. Nobody wants him in the group. He sucks. Like he is the Zeppo. Yeah. She brings it up. She's yeah. She names him, mm-hmm. and then the entire rest of the episode is Xander trying to unearn that name, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, it's interesting. Like this is how their relationship began. It's it's really interesting because I'm like Cordy. You can't stay away from Xander. Like you you just have to go be mean to him. Like. I don't know. It's just interesting. Like, she can't stay away from him this whole episode. 
So, mm-hmm. No, she's still, her heart is still tangled with his, but now she needs to punish him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is what she's trying to do. For sure. Yeah. Cordelia is another one of our characters, like Spike, like in Lover's Walk. That can that can speak the truth mm-hmm. and uses sort of elements of the truth to spin this beautiful, witty, clever dialogue and, and to to throw her daggers. They're usually kind of partially true. Yeah, she's so mean, but but also so smart. Yeah. Uh, so she names him, as you say, uh, and <laughs> then Xander. You know, he's he's. Takes this in and then is like, I'm going to become cool is is his super objective of yep. the episode. Yep. And he goes and is like, what is the essence of cool? And he talks to cool guy Oz about in it. In the cafeteria. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> he's like, why are you cool? He's like, oh, man. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Non-committal answers. Like, could be. Could be. <laughs> So good. No. Uh, Oz is cool. I think he's easily the coolest of the gang. For sure. He's cooler than Cordy. I think he's cooler than Cordy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just so laid back. He just is like, doesn't care. He's like, "Mm." but he's so like nice and genuine. Yeah. 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 He's not mean ever. Or like, uh, he cares Mm -hmm. while still being chill. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that most people most people who want to be considered chill, they often sacrifice like caring for anything. Mm-hmm. It's like no, the real cool chill is when you still care. Yeah, yeah, and Oz just has it in spades. Yeah, he's just easily the coolest. I love it. He's like Xander. You're going through an identity thing. It's all good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he also is so deep. Like he's like really like sees what people are going yeah. through. It's so cute. It's so cute. And isn't this amazing? Like, Xander just made out with his girlfriend mere episodes ago, and, like, all is, like, kind of forgiven, and Oz is just like, yeah, man, something's happening to you. Yeah. 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 This is what starts the many flashbacks of, like, we've got Xander on his, like, path. This is, like, the lover's walk, kind of. Yes. Like, Spike. We're on Xander's cool journey. Zeppo's journey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we careen about the town with him. Meanwhile, getting all these kind of flashbacks of what would normally be the main story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The important story. But uh, instead, we've got like, you know, mostly Xander, Xander's side of the thing. Uh, So uh, we have this flash to the library and Giles and Buffy talking about this sisterhood of of Jay Mm -hmm. and that they intend to open the Hellmouth. Mm -hmm. So it's very serious. Mm -hmm. Um, We keep flashing back to these very serious scenes, (laughs) which is so fun. The melodrama is amazing. Yeah. And like the music cuts and everything. It's just a it's a really well edited episode, you know, to get that comedy and that. It's so meta, too, all the melodrama. Definitely. Yeah, it's so funny. We're reminded in this scene that uh, that Giles, pardon me, is uh, has been kicked out of the Watcher's Council, so mm-hmm. he no longer has access to his sources. Oh. That's what he says. Ah, so he can't call anyone. Yeah, okay. or they're not taking his calls, mm. and he 
whoever his sources were before that he was maybe in contact with to get information about the goings-on on the Hellmouth mm-hmm. have dried up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there's also that. We're reeling still from Giles being fired. Yeah, I was wondering if in this episode we would find out who, who this new watcher is that I hate. Uh- <laughs> yes, Marley's... It, it, it's been preordained that <laughs> Marley hates... Watcher number two. Yeah, but isn't it designed to? How could you not? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I just like have such hatred for them, but I can't wait to meet them. But I, I, it's there again. The show knows how to keep you wanting. Totally. They're like, oh, we're gonna go on this little, this little careen about before we get to the. We also. This is pretty great too because we get. I don't know if you remember. I remember how affected you were. By the end of Helpless. Mm, yes. By what Giles ended up doing to Buffy. Yes. Yep. And that is just last episode. Totally. So we're also getting a break. Yeah. From... Levity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From that. And we're getting Giles and Buffy bonding over an Armageddon that they must fight together. Mm-hmm. But we, the viewers at home, aren't watching a concentrated 48 minutes of that kind of TV. Mm-hmm. We're watching Xander get donuts, get a knife in the face, um, <laughs> rob a hardware store, mm-hmm. uh, f- have a battle with his with the hyper-masculine version of himself that he wants to be and decides I don't want to be that, which yeah. is sort of what this episode also is. Totally. Anyway, so we also get a sort of a rest on the really dramatic tension between Giles and Buffy, too. Yes. Yeah. You're so right. That's really important. It mm-hmm. makes us not feel exhausted or like, yeah, it was a very emotional episode last episode. And it makes it so that if any um, decisions that those characters come to about how their relationship has changed since Helpless, it makes it more believable when more time has passed. Mm-hmm. I find when shows try and wrap things up in bows for me too quickly, I'm like, ooh, P.U. I can mm-hmm. smell that insincerity from here. And this show doesn't do that very often. They often give us time. Yes, they let it, throughout like, the season. settle. And, yeah. Yeah. Just like real life. Like, just like real life, it yeah. It can take time. This show is just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> we find out this sister is going to open the Hellmouth, which was opened in the library at the end of the first season. The master, etc., etc. So good. What was this thing that came out? I I found I thought I found out the name. I think you did. Yeah, but I can't remember. I can't remember what it was either. I want to say Demogorgon, but that's Stranger Things like confounded in my mm. mind. But okay, we'll have to look it up. But this thing is going to come out. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Remember that thing? Mm-hmm. That's just the first thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to have to going to have to take care of it. And then we get Oz coming in to go to Werewolf Town. So this is an important like uh, thing to remember in the episode is like Oz the werewolf is like werewolfing about. Yeah. And so he comes in, goes into his little cage. Yep. And and uh, and needs to be in there for the story arc. <laughs> Definitely, this is all happening um, over the course of two nights, mm-hmm. or is it just one night? Well, because we're gonna go to uh, this this day might be. 
Because it's the next day that Xander comes to school with the car. It's the next day. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah. So I think it's over the course of two days. But once he comes to school with the car, then the episode is just, just that, that 24 day. hours. So, right. This is the first night of, of Oz being werewolf yes. time. Then the next day... Xander, as you say, shows up with cool car. A 57, whatever, whatever. Is it a cool car? Um, it's like a weird retro old-timey car. Like, I guess it's cool to some people. I guess so. Probably not in the 90s and probably not when you're in high school. Yeah. Like, this wouldn't be the cool car. It looks like a combination of, like, yes, it's a convertible, but to me it looks like a car that would be in Greece. Yeah. It's like an old man car. Yeah. Old man meets like ice cream truck car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> but Xander has borrowed it from his uncle. Yeah. Uh, who's in rehab or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a little tidbit about Xander's family there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so this is part of his journey to be cool. He's like, cool car makes you cool. And Buffy's like, yeah, I guess it's fine. I know. <laughs> nobody not, really thinks no, it's cool. Nobody thinks it's cool. And also nobody can really spend the energy to care about it because the end of the world is coming and Xander's been left out of that. Yeah. So they are all talking behind the scenes, doing crime club, like meeting in the library. And then Xander's like, you know, he keeps being like, can I help guys? And they're like, um, no, you really can't. Please go away. <laughs> yeah. Which is something we haven't seen before. Yeah, and it seemed like off the top, it was sort of the last straw, his, like, clumsiness. Like, yes. was a, one too many clumsinesses, and they were like, just fuck off. Like, <laughs> you're not helpful at all. You're hindering us. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Although we see in this episode, it's far from the truth. Absolutely. So... They're like, I guess you can help us by going for getting us, like, fucking donuts and coffee. <laughs> Cut to him getting donuts and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Get some jellies. <laughs> and another uh, Cordelia. She's just, like, in the pit, just fighting uh, all episode with Xander. Mm -hmm. It's like two glazed, two cinnamon, a couple cream filled in the jelly. No, no, let's run that out to four jellies. Ooh, some evil going on. Must be big for them to entrust you with this daredevil mission. Cordelia, feel free to drop dead of a wasting disease in the next 20 seconds. Ooh, again, I strike the nerve. I am the surgeon of lean. Kind of busy right now, okay? Right. Buffy needs your help. Can you say expendable? You think you know everything. I think I knew you. That's a laugh. Oh, what? You got a shiny car and now you're someone new? Like anybody even cares about. Is that your car? This is, yeah, scratching her itch. Uh, she's feeling insecure herself, maybe something. Like, I don't know, but yeah, she won't leave him alone. She's going in for the kill. Yeah. yeah so she says exactly what his deep fears are. <laughs> like, you're just a dumb dumb who's just uh, only good for getting donuts. And he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. But then some hot blonde lady is like, Nice wheels, a 57 uh, injector. Blah, 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 blah. I went to school with this girl. Like, what? not this actress, but with a girl who knew everything about cars, huh. who was obsessed with cars, to the point where, I don't know if you feel this way about this character, but this character felt like 
like an unnatural obsession with cars. Yeah, it was weird. Like, especially later when there's a literal knife fight happening in front of her. She's like, I'm bored. Can we go for a drive? Drive? (laughs) So weird. I'm like, is she in love with her car? Uh, uh, Cars? Remember? Wait, what was the movie? Uh, Titan. Oh, Titan. (laughs) This is a beautiful Palme d'Or winner movie. Oh. uh, That... That people should watch if they can handle some body, body horror. Yeah, yeah, some gore and horror, but man. But it's incredible. It is about a car. But this is the seed of Titan, a woman in love with a car. Yeah. Uh, I think she is in love with cars. So uh, Cordy's kind of like taken aback because she was just like, nobody likes your car. And then this lady shows up and uh, Xander's like, yeah, cool lady. Yeah. I'll take her for a spin. Yeah. And uh, he takes her to the bronze. Um, Angel shows up at the bronze. Uh, and Xander's like, hey, you want to hang out? <laughs> it's so funny. Because Angel is also cool um, oh, in yeah. sort of a aloof way where you'd see him and be like, that guy's cool. Um, but he's like, no, I, I got to go. There's some shit happening. Xander's like, oh, w- could I help? Angel's like. Better stay out of harm's way. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Also, Angel hasn't been, since Lover's Walk, Angel's also been pretty MIA. Yes. Because that was when Buffy was like, we're in love and we're not friends. Yeah. Totally. So this is an episode where we get a, re- a big rekindling of their mm-hmm. romance, which of course we would because it's the end of the world, even if the episode isn't the fo- isn't yeah the fo- focusing on the end of the world. But if we were in their storyline, it would be yeah. just like um, Merry Christmas episode. What is that? Amends? Amends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Merry Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Um, which was just intense and emotional. So intense. And we can, if we were in their storyline, it would be, but it's not. We're in like Xander, goofy, goof man. Yeah. So, uh, she's like, let's go for a drive. I'm bored. Drive. Uh, and then Xander gets in this little fender bender with Jack O'Toole. Yeah. (laughs) Who's, like, literally going to murder him. He pulls out a big-ass knife. Yeah. It's, like, a foot long. It is. And Xander comments on that as well. He's, like, more more like a sword. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the knife's name is uh, Katie. Katie. (laughs) Very funny. What would you name your blade? If you were a psychopath, an undead psychopath, uh, and you had a blade to name. Well, and you had to name it... A 90s, common 90s name. Oh, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. Jennifer. <laughs> I think I, mine would be Rachel. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Name your blade. Name your blade. <laughs> Jennifer and Rachel. Rachel. Cute. <laughs> so they have this big altercation, this big kind of almost stabby stab, uh, and the cops come, mm-hmm. and then Xander does... The cool thing, which he's like, he's like, we're just wrestling, nothing to see here. Mm-hmm. And Jack is like, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. You didn't dark on me. Mm-hmm. I'll let's go. We can be friends. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> which is like, Xander was like, I didn't really want to be friends with you. <laughs> I yeah. want to be cool, but you are a kookadoo. Yeah, he's just being pressured by cool bully psycho. Yeah, energy. Jack O'Toole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so he feels like he can't say no, and he's with this girl. And he so- also hit his car, or what he thinks is his car. Yeah. <laughs> so he feels quite attached to the situation. Of course, we find out that Jack's uh, not an owner of a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, That's just someone's car. That he was in. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to steal, steal, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Xander's, this is sort of, this is like this this wild night, you know, that we're on, and he's sort of on the ride, and it's sort of starting to go out of control, but he's just on the roller coaster. It's this, like, the beginning, and then it gets even wilder, mm-hmm. and he's just like, wee! Like, mm-hmm. he can't control the wheels that are spinning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so he's like, Jack is like, we're going to go pick up my buddies. And then they're in the graveyard. And picking up his buddies means he's going to do some ritualistic spells, blood magic, to raise his friends from the dead. Because him and all of his friends are zombies. They're dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What a good reveal. So he's raising Big Bob. (laughs) Big Bob, who has a varsity jacket. (laughs) He's serving me... um... Some Daryl. Oh, totally. From uh, Some Assembly Required. Yeah. Yes, I totally thought of that um, yeah. episode. <laughs> Very much. I was like, is this the same guy? I don't know. It's not no, same guy. but similar vibes. Yeah. yeah you're right. Uh, so some... Jo- and then a couple where they're so dead looking, they're kind of indistinguishable. So we've got Dickie who wants to bake the cake. Oh, yes. And then we've got Parker who's going to lose his head on the mailbox. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So they're in varying states of decay. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. And we find out that they they know this, like, how to bring each other back from the dead, so they just do this all the time. Yeah. Um, they die. But it's been a while. Eight months? Yeah. Yeah. Because so, the stars have to align. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they can't do it all the time, but they know how to do it. So yeah. this is their, their gig. <laughs> but Jack just goes to school, high school, when he's not raising dead. his friends. Yeah. From the <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this is when Bob says, you raised me. <laughs> you raised me, dude. <laughs> so good. It is very sweet. The camaraderie when it isn't like hyper-masculine, uh, uh, super, because they are very dangerous. They, they do mm-hmm. freak me out. This Motley crew. Mm-hmm. And they're also very endearing. Yes. It's very funny. In their way. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're just best friends. And they he are. says, um, you've been taping the Texas Ranger. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> missed a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> taping. Show. Remember taping thing. Yeah. I mean, you watched this on, on videotape. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I watched up until this whole. Yep. Yep. One, two, and three on videotapes. Amazing. So again, uh, we have a little flash to, I guess, the real story, which Giles is, uh, he's in the graveyard too, in one of the graveyards they go to. Yep. He's doing some Latin-y magics, trying to get some, like, wisdom from some fucking tomb. I don't know. Yep. Um, it's funny, we see things, but we don't necessarily have the details, like, that we don't get the discussion about, like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing, you go do this thing. We just kind of smash into them doing doing their thing. And it makes it very weird, doesn't it? Yeah. You realize like, how weird it is. What? What is Charles yeah. doing? Yeah. Which is what Xander is thinking. Like, you know, he's like, you know, can I help? What are you guys doing? Yeah. He doesn't know the end of the world is is upon them. 
But uh, Jaws was like, no, it just didn't work. It just go away, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Xander's like, okay, uh, I don't want to bother you with my thing, but. <laughs> and he's being pressured from the boys to come back to the car. Mm-hmm. To go for the drive. Yeah. <laughs> drive about. Uh, to go get cake ingredients. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and we see Buffy at Willie's. Mm-hmm. It's also strange because it's quite intense. Like, Willie is, like, mortally wounded. wounded. Like, she's like, I called the ambulance. It's going to be here soon. The whole bar is smashed. He was like, he's looking for, they're looking for Angel. I've never seen demons like this. Like, it's very intense. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny because we're not really... Wor- I'm not really worried about them because it's sort of, the episode doesn't make me want to worry about them kind of which is why it becomes melodrama yes intense drama but our energy about it is mellow yes exactly yeah like we are like okay they're feeling really hard right now yeah we aren't yeah Yeah. (laughs) because we're not they're just not taking us there it's not the point of the episode uh so very funny um and xander is joyriding all these zombies around Yep. Uh, they go to the hardware store yeah. to get their cake ingredients. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize, I didn't think they really wanted to bake a cake, but I didn't know it was bomb ingredients. Totally. Uh, <laughs> you were like, this euphemism is something. Something. I'll find out. Uh, yeah. And we did. Yeah. Uh, and they all go in, and this is when I was like, just drive away, Xander. I know. Uh, he, he did have his moment, but he was sort of, he's like talking himself into it and and then he sees willow so yeah. he he kind of loses his moment he yeah. could have but yeah he loses it he sees willow willow is getting some spell shit and then she's like i love you xander mm-hmm. and he's like okay <laughs> i have no idea what this is about yeah but cool yeah Xander gets to operate like everybody else does in Sunnydale when, when sure, they might know something's kind of weird about the town mm-hmm. and that weird shit happens, and but it, life just keeps on going. Yeah. And Xander just keep, keep on, on going. going on his journey, yeah. but bumping into everybody along the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, then they have this kind of like scuffle because they're, you know, they think Xander's going to ditch them and whatever. And then they're like, but we could initiate you in the gang so you feel like part of the gang. So uh, this is when you find out like you have to die to be a part of this gang. So cool. Yeah. And that Jack O'Toole, like we think he's not a dead person because he looks fine, but he is dead. He's been like shot or <laughs> whatever. Drive-by shooting mm-hmm. six weeks ago. Uh, Pappy. Pappy raised him not like six minutes after he died or whatever. Pretty good. So that's why he's not uh, like dissolving in front of our eyes. Yeah. Like some of the other guys are pretty decomposed. Because he hasn't been buried in a yeah. graveyard. Yeah. He's just been raised fairly freshly. Yeah. And finally there's a scuffle. They have the thing and like Xander does drive away he yep. he manages to drive away after he has a little scuffle fight with the with the bros so this is good uh he's driving driving again careening about careens right into faith fighting one of the sisters yeah so faith is fighting one of these lady demons uh smashes right into the demon for her i was like oh xander is useful this Definitely. is a useful thing helped her out and then uh they kind of run away back to her place and then i just wrote 
Faith's so horny. (laughs) (laughs) She even says this right when we meet her, like, slaying makes her hungry and horny. Horny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was wondering if you'd remember that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Very good. Um. So she's like, oh, Sam, oh. I didn't get to kill that demon. Yeah, I'm ready to pop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Faith. The bitch dislocated my shoulder, though. Hold me. It's better. She got me really wound up. like that and no kill I'm about ready to pop really pop you up for it oh I'm up I'm suddenly very up it's just um I've never been up with people before. Just relax. Take your pants off. Well, those two concepts are antithetical. You didn't see this coming at all, did you? No, holy yeah. shit. And neither did Xander. No. He's like, this is a wild night. <laughs> He's just taken by the, and then he's just taken on the ride with Faith. Okay, and then what he says makes me feel like he's never had sex. Yeah. He didn't have sex with Cordy. No, they didn't have sex. They, they were, didn't have penis-vagina yes, sex. Yes. I think we can the, deduce. The, you know, the big one, the whatever. Yeah, at this age. The intercourse. Yeah. Uh, they had many other things. I think so. Uh, yes, everything but, uh, we can assume. But yeah. he, because he, he says, I've never been up with people before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Cool. Little nerd. I know. And I, I, I this is shocking. <laughs> this is a shocking, this is going to come back around. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is something that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, oh, Faith, <sighs> you idiot. This is uh. like... What a, she just is acting with impulse and not being like, this will have repercussions later on our friend group. Like, yep. But also, I will say, this is just young people all boning each other. Yeah. I don't know. When I worked at a summer camp, we were all teens and everyone was just boning each other. Yeah, this just happens. Yeah. And there's, for older people too, there's just cycles of life that, um, yeah, there's just more sexual freedom, mm-hmm. less care, certainly, about the consequences of these choices. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Faith, uh, it feels like maybe it's like a hot and heavy 25 minutes. Yes, and totally. Then, and then she's like, bye. Bye. She kicks him out. He's not even dressed. I know. <laughs> she's like, that was fun. Got a shower. Bye. <laughs> then he's like, huh? Uh, <laughs> Back to my car. Oh, like, it's so fun it's so fun he's just on this wild journey it's like this car is taking him on a magic ride yes <laughs> through time yes <laughs> flash to willow having to trank oz like there's this intense uh library scene because they're gonna they're setting up this like 
um, some whatever binding circle protection spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've got to trank Oz to drag him away, so he's not in the way when they're doing this thing because the yeah. Hellmouth is going to open. <laughs> Very funny, like cut from like Xander Nakey to like Willow intensely tranquilizing. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So good. And then this is when we see the Buffy angel crying, <laughs> crying, crying, music. I love you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll love you even when I'm dead. <laughs> like, Just let me do it. I'm I, I can do it. Yeah. I can't lose you again. <laughs> I can't watch you die again. Uh, so good. I and know. then just Xander being like, hey, hey, hey guys. <laughs> there are some undead guys who are trying to blow up the school. Or he doesn't know it's the school yet, but he knows they're going to make a bomb. Yeah. And they're like, there's like tears straining down their faces. And he's like, ah, bad time. Uh, okay. I'll just go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, he's got to do it himself. His yeah. impulse this whole episode is to connect, 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 connect. Get someone either to help someone else with someone else's problem or to get help for his. Yeah, tell him what to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has to make all the choices. He has to follow through. He has to deal with the reproduction, reproduction, repercussions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has to deal with the repercussions. Mm-hmm. I do like the reproductions. <laughs> you get my meaning. Well, he did just bone. I think face. maybe that's why. I hope they use protection. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And so he is driving, driving, and goes to drive into the zombie group, or he just happens upon them. Yes. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do something. Yes. And that's when he scoops up Buddy. Parker. Parker. And is like, where's the bomb? Where is it? Um, And interrogating him. Yeah, Parker gives it up pretty quick. Pretty easy, yeah. Yeah. And then Xander's just taking too long, driving too erratically, and just the head knocks right off her mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Another these like another funny like thing is like when Xander's doing the action, like he his impulse is just to talk too much, talk too long, (laughs) gab, gab, gab. Um, where where Buffy's short and sweet, she's got her little pun. Everyone else. Knows when to shut up. Yeah. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and get all the information. Where is, is it? it? Yeah. <laughs> How do I disarm it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh <laughs> then Xander on his side quest makes his way to the school. Um, then we're getting these flashes of of the Hellmouth is open. <laughs> So it is just open. There's tentacles. There's Many heads. Fighting happening in the library. Meanwhile, Xander's like farcing about, like running through the hallways, up and down, all around. The high school is lit tonight. Yes. Uh, the monsters are chasing. He's chasing. The zombies are chasing. It's very good. And what we end up with is quite a quite a wonderful Lotsy-esque fight between. Xander and all the demon boys. So when we get into the high school, where do we go to first? We get um, Bob. He's going to take out Bob first. Mm -hmm. So we get into the school and he he encounters Bob. Mm -hmm. And he takes out Bob by uh, dropping a vending machine on his head. Yeah. Then who comes around the corner but... Dickie, mm-hmm. the one who 
first announced that baking a cake was what he wanted to do that night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Xander chases Dickie because Dickie turns to run before Xander can say his funny quip. Yes. <laughs> and then Dickie runs into a room full of Sisterhood of Jay yes, demons. Yes, and they get him. They get him. Mm-hmm. Xander's able to kind of duck out of the way. When Xander goes to get back to the boiler room, get back on disarming the bomb, a huge snake head flies through the wall <laughs> and forces him to go another direction, mm-hmm. which I think this is when we can assume that Jack O'Toole is able to make it downstairs first because mm. he's waiting in the bomb room mm-hmm. for Xander for their final encounter. Yes. Yes, it's an amazing standoff yeah. down there. So... This They have their scuffle fight in the boiler room, but then there's only a couple, two minutes left on the timer. And so Xander, like, filibusters his yes. way out of this and is like, you know, do you feel lucky? Yeah. <laughs> you only have 46 seconds to make it up the stairs. And Xander uses his, one of his specialties, which is he has the gift of argument. Mm-hmm. Xander can argue... For anything. Yep. I I think it's like a huge skill. For better or for worse, Xander's gift of the gab, he can just reach. Like, he really should be on, like, debate team. Yes, totally. Because he can just spin a tail into a pretty powerful and profound argument, whether Xander believes it or not. Mm -hmm. Fake it till you make it. And convinces Jack that dying may be one thing, but being blown up. Being dead is a completely yeah. different afterlife. You'll just be dead. dead. Yeah, your body's blown up. So <clears throat> as we've seen from all his buddies, like your body doesn't heal when you are brought back. Yeah. So this is, I mean, Xander's fucking cool as a cucumber, man. I'm not leaving till that thing's disarmed. I guess you're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Can I get by him? Get up the stairs, out of the building, seconds ticking away. I don't love your chances. Then you'll die too. Yeah, looks like. So I guess the question really is, who has less fear? I'm not afraid to die. I'm already dead. Yeah, but this is different. Being blowed up isn't walking around and drinking with your buddies dead. It's little bits being swept up by a janitor dead, and I don't think you're ready for that. Are you? I like the quiet. It's nice because at the beginning when he meets Jack, he's like, I have no fear. Like, you are afraid. You're fearful. And then Xander has no fear in this moment. And I believe it. He's just like, well, we're either going to die right now or you're going to stop this. Like, (laughs) It's wonderful. Yeah, that's hard. That's really, it was, it's an amazing ending for like this little scuffle for him. And two beautiful contrasting Armageddons, one Mm. on top of the other. This snake demon 
just like you when that beautiful moment when you see Buffy just get hurled <laughs> and she's like running back into the fray being like go for the heart faith and like <laughs> Charles is like now Buffy now and yeah. then just silence waiting yeah the 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 draw it's like a western it is yeah uh, yeah, vibe down in the boiler room and bluff and yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Like it's it's amazing. It's a great great little yeah um, standoff and and obviously Xander, I don't know, has found his confidence. He's been sort of careening about, not being very confident this mm-hmm. whole episode, but he sort of found his little peace and his confidence in this moment, mm-hmm. which is cool. Uh, and <laughs> the little button is a uh, is. So Xander, I think, runs away, and then uh, Jack is like, I'm going to go in this other door, and uh, Oz leaps out and eats him. (laughs) And just eats him. Yeah. (laughs) So Jack O'Toole is no more. Yeah. So he's been eaten. Yeah. Doesn't go to Sunnydale (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Dead or not. All the zombies have been defeated. They have. They really have. And then we get sort of this denouement where the gang, they're like at the picnic table debriefing the next day. They look like, like shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, that was that was rough, you know. Was, Giles, you were so brave. <laughs> That's the bravest thing I ever saw. He's like, well, it's all of day's work. Like, they're just very serious. Like, <laughs> What's funny, too, is that Oz is there, and Oz isn't involved in the Armageddon, but mm-hmm. Oz was a werewolf, so he's going through his own cool sort of demon night. Yeah. So he's there with them. Mm-hmm. Makes that great joke about how he feels really full. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, ha ha at home. It's because you ate a zombie. Yes. <laughs> and and Xander's kind of like, hey guys, what I miss, you know? Yeah, I, I like a quiet life. <laughs> he's going to go get some snacks. Yeah. He's sort of, he's like, all right, I, I did help. Like, and I don't have to talk about it or, you know, I can just help in the way that I know how and I did it, you know. And it still exists, even if these people don't know. Exactly. Which is, I mean, that's a great thing for everyone to sort of take in is like, you can help without uh, having to let the world know. I don't know. This is kind of an interesting thing in the world of social media. But For sure. I mean, you tell everyone everything you do all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Xander makes a difference. And then we get the third and final encounter with Cordelia, mm-hmm. where she is ready to just, like, she's just, like, licking her chops. I, fi- I feel like Cordelia is a lioness on the, on the savannah, mm-hmm. and she's just, like, just, like, slowly eating Xander <laughs> throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, he just doesn't take the bait. Yep. It's it's nice. It's like he's like, eh, like, uh, and we don't see Xander do this very much. Like, just let it go. Like, I'm not, I'm not going there. Bye. Yeah. And it's cool. Yes. He seems real cool. Yes. He's just like gives her a cool smile and like yes. leaves, and she's like, huh, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she just can't take it. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a fantastic episode. Yeah, it's really good. Shall we do some fashion? Okay, I didn't write very much because they're not 
There's not too many outfits in the episode. Because it's mostly zombies and Xander. Yeah. and There are some pants that Willow's wearing that I wonder if you caught. (laughs) There are some pants. Uh, Let's just start at the top with Willow has, I I really like this overall outfit she's got on. They're black overalls. It's when they're kind of doing demonology at the very beginning. Yep. And then she's got this fun print long sleeve underneath. Sometimes her prints are like weird but this one's kind of nice it's just like a fun black and red sort of print i think it's cute it is cute and then giles i've never seen him wear a sweat like a zip up 90s fuzzy sweater it's amazing (laughs) yeah it's like a fleece he's not in the council i so he's like totally (laughs) wearing his fleeces yeah he's casual this is so trendy right now this yes this fleece Zip up. Yes. Like this sells for 80 bucks at wherever right oh God, now. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. At Aritzia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this is peak 90s. Amazing. Uh, I do want it. <laughs> Marley wants Giles with or without counsel tweed. True. Uh, and then Buffy's hair looks excellent in yeah. this episode. Like the whole first part of the episode, it's like crimpy wavy. Yeah. Very small. It's like she's done little braids yeah. and then comb them out. You yeah. know. Yeah. You do this. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. So little, little wavy, little tiny wavies. But her hair is so blonde. Mm-hmm. It's been re-blonded. Yeah. It, it almost looks a bit fried. I think so. A little bit. I think that's also the style at this time. Totally. You can have a bit of a fried hair. As someone who bleaches their head a lot, it's very easy to fry your head. (laughs) So you got to be careful with that shit. And then she has this pink pullover hoodie. It's very cute. I I couldn't quite catch, but I think there's some maybe rhinestone glitter. Yeah, on the sleeves. Yeah. So it's a really cute hoodie. What a fancy hoodie, like dress hoodie. (laughs) It's just... Buffy's just Barbie. Yeah, in, she is. In this episode. Mm-hmm. Especially since all of her scenes, it's really just momentary uh, scenes. It's like the least amount we've seen of Buffy I know. almost in any episode. I know. It's, yeah, kind of interesting. It was. It's nice to have a Xander episode. Oh, for sure. Because it's just time. fun. And it makes us like... Like Xander again. Because yeah. he can be a very unlikable character. Yeah. He holds some pretty unpopular opinions. Yep. And um, so it's just nice because it's nice for us to just be with him and be reminded that he's he's a funny, fun... Complicated character. Yeah. And that, you know, he may be a dick sometimes, but, but there's other redeeming qualities about him. Yeah. Yeah. Buffy Barbie, this fuchsia dress she has on... It's, I wonder if it's a, a halter. Couldn't quite Can't tell. Can't tell. It's maybe tanky. I don't know, but very thin, kind of strappy, little, tiny fuchsia dress. Yep. So cute. Very Barbie. Yes. Uh, God, who can wear this color just in life? It's so loud. I can. <laughs> <laughs> True. I can in the right season. I, I can. In the right season. But. 
Not like Buffy. Like, but bu- what season is this? Because the next outfit, she's got this like <laughs> wool winter jacket. brown trench on. I was like, what? What season are we in? Like, this is like a winter coat she's wearing. I know. And then, but Willow right beside her is like, doesn't have a coat on. It's very weird. I don't know why, why she's wearing that. It doesn't make any sense. One of my favorite parts of doing this podcast is listening to you, either directly or indirectly, <laughs> gripe about the weather in California. It is so charming. But, like, what? This is this was didn't make any sense. No, I, I do agree. But, because it, it, it's probably, like... January, February. Yeah, it's. I know it's. It's only a couple episodes after Christmas time, so it, it maybe February, whatever. But like, it just doesn't make any sense. But I do like the jacket yeah. <laughs> with the like faux fur yeah. collar. I think it's cute. it's awesome. But it just doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> in relationship to like everyone else's. Yeah. Okay, and that's where I stopped writing about the okay. clothing. So you have to bring in the other clothes. These pants that Willow was wearing when she shoots. Oz, and she goes to the magic box, Mm -hmm. they are like a plaid pajama pant. Oh, yes. I didn't write it. They are bad. Yes. But remember when pajama pants were in? Definitely. I, I, and, and I would wear them and put them on and I would be like, what am I doing? (laughs) But I did for years, like two years. I know. Why was, it was like. Low riding and pajama roll pants them down, down kind of? and like a little string. God, why? <laughs> um, but that's what these are. Yes, and they're not good. Yeah, no, 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 not good. And just a weird choice for like fighting yeah. and stuff. Like from what I remember of these pajama pants, they were not like stretchy. They were they were like I don't know. No, these were like like really wide sort of flowing flannels. Yeah, bizarre. Angel looks hot when he comes <laughs> into the bronze. True, he's in all black, right? Yep, mm-hmm. turtleneck and black leather jacket. Mm-hmm. He's ready for business. He is ready for business, and he's looking pretty put together, may I say. Mm-hmm. You may. Yeah, I may. <laughs> I do. Xander's got, like, such dorky outfits on. I know! It's, like, collared pattern shirts and like I don't know and he has like a jacket like a suit jacket on right kind of I don't know blazer kind of maybe I couldn't when he's at the bronze yeah 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 like a date or like he's he's going out cool guy oh Sander (laughs) yeah it's it's not good how do you feel about Jack O'Toole's necklace oh (laughs) it's very popular this jewelry in the 90s. I, I don't like it, but... So it's leather, a leather strap string, and like a, like a ivory-looking carved, like, symbol talisman. It's not funny that carved, like, yes. thing was so... It, and this is a beachy thing, too, yes. right? This is such a California, yes. like, necklace to yep. wear. So trendy. Ugh. I don't like it. It reminds me also of like tribal tattoos, like the, which were also of this era. I don't know what was going on. Bizarre appropriation of like weird Ab- tribal shit. Like, Absolutely. Ab- so this strange. Full earth connection yeah. thing. Definitely. There are things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate.
you know, this whole season's been quite good on on this category. We've often not had a lot to talk about. We talk about things that are maybe troubling or or strange in these times, uh, in in our modern times. That take us out of the episode that mm-hmm. maybe the episode isn't intentionally trying to do to us, but does, usually because of language. Yes. It's it's mostly because of this casual use of language which piques us now. So uh yeah, the the retarded uh, usage, that's a Jack O'Toole. Right off the top. Yeah. So that brought me out. It's it's funny, when we were going to school at this time, that word was so prevalent like oh yeah the black eyed peas had mm, their their hit yeah, song yes oh yeah and so at this time when watching this that wouldn't that wouldn't have phased no anyone anyone no. but obviously now it's it's so yeah it, that word seems like a swear it, just because we really have taken it out of the vernacular well in certain circles of course certain and that's circles. always the case yeah yeah so yeah, there are folks who, uh, uh, but yes, I'd argue that this word is is definitely more commonly, people use other words now. Yes, and are trying to be a bit more, yeah, intentional with language. Like, we, we've talked about this before in this category, but like, it's just always better writing to use language that's more clever, more interesting, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I much prefer when Jack O'Toole threatens Xander by saying, I'm going to kick your ass till it's a brand new shape. Like, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And funny. And, like, yeah. uh, you have to think a little. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then, again, this this is Xander is the gay panic. Like he, oh, yes. yeah. So they're wrestling. He, yes. he's telling the cop. He's saying, "Yeah, we're just two guys wrestling, but not in a gay way." Yes. So uh, Xander, he doesn't do this too much. I'm glad we've talked about how he's like Chandler. Yes. Chandler does this in every episode of Friends. Uh, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. Like constantly. Um. But luckily, Xander is sort of like that, but he doesn't do it too much. Like, but he he does do it. He does do it sometimes, and this is one of those times. So scared to be gay. It's so scary. Ugh. Just again, just a sucky gay panic of the '90s. Like, have to have to quantify it somehow. You know, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. It's it's weird in that moment too because what Xander's grappling with his identity crisis because he has a crisis yeah. in this episode and it does have to do with his relationship to his manhood in lots of ways because he can't help with the saving of the world mm-hmm. he can't yeah. he's been put in a timeout so and it's so interesting how sexuality and gayness is immediately wrapped up into mm. that question of worth and and masculinity for Xander mm-hmm. because that is what he's equating with cool and because he's sort of a funny guy he's yep. not very sporty, sporty. <laughs> he's also not rich yeah. so he can't dress super nice he can't like like 
there's stuff about Xander that we maybe haven't learned a ton about, Mm -hmm. but we do know he's not super good at school. He's not, uh, he's not loaded. Can't go out and buy a bunch of cool stuff Mm -hmm. and be cool because he has proximity to money. So I think he goes to gay panic, uh, for some reasons that are also because of who his character is. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. And it's, I I think it's also just the writers thinking it's a funny line. Yes. Like, right? It's yes. just a funny line and everyone's laughing, ha ha. Um, and obviously it's not. At the expense of gay people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I and I think that was done a lot, in, you know. Totally. I, I just, Friends is like the most... It's like too much. It's actually hard to watch. Like, oh it's god, just, yes, yeah. It's just, too, it's just too much. You're like, God, this is so not funny, and it's just so boring. It's just so boring. Like, <laughs> also, after a while, you're like, okay, we get it. You're scared to be gay. It's so scary. It's not really funny. <laughs> like, I wish you came up with funnier writing. So, yeah. I think it's also just a little uh, thing they thought was going to be funny. Definitely in in the episode. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like it's a it's a great fun romp about with Xander. Like, definitely, I enjoy. I like Xander. I can see why a lot of people don't like his character, but I like him. And it's also because like my husband is Xander. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in all, not in a lot of the bad ways, <clears throat> but like. Uh, he is like him in a lot of like funny manners. And I love Xander. <laughs> I love Xander. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love him, and he has foibles. Yeah, they all do. True. Uh, favorite line. Favorite line. I said one of mine because one of mine is Jack O'Toole's line about the bum. <laughs> he's gonna beat I'm gonna kick your ass till it's a brand new shape it's so good <laughs> uh, I wrote I think I have two I have you got a problem with dead people <laughs> <laughs> which again that's like a funny line that's like a double on yes. you know clever right like it yes. makes us think you can do these uh, yeah we're, just, pu- we're punching up we're yeah. not punching down exactly very funny i love cordelia um this is in her first attack in the courtyard mm. she says oh no no maybe it's uh it, this must be in the donuts mm. this must be in the donut uh shopping scene she says again i strike a nerve i am the surgeon of mean she is. She is the surgeon she of means. The other line, which I loved, which I didn't write down, so I'm sure you can remember it exactly, but it's when Giles, like, they are at the library with the donuts, and Giles is like, you didn't save a jelly, jelly? for me? A jelly? I always ask for jelly to be in the mix. That's what he says. <laughs> He's so sad he didn't get his jelly. <laughs> Buffy ate three. <laughs> no matter. And then he goes off. I want a jelly now. <laughs> I want a jelly. Yes. Okay, we're going to go, go bake get a cake. Donuts. Let's go bake a jelly. We're going to go bake a cake, if you know what I mean. Next episode is called Bad Girls. Ooh. I just like for you to prepare yourself. We are bad girls. We are. Sometimes. We are. <laughs> so amazing. Get ready. I love it. I can't wait. Okay. Bye. Bye.
Arg. Grr. Grr. Arg. 